coercion and sexuality in society. These are the topics for the Frankie Files. I'm Frankie Tease, your host, and I'll continue to focus on my own family story as well as news and recovery info for those who've survived, especially the adult children of cults. New each Tuesday. See FrankieFilesPodcast.com for more. If you would like information on cults in the news, please join my new Substack. FrankieTees.substack.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Frankie Files Podcast, the kickoff of season two. During the break, I stayed busy researching, interviewing people, and revamping the studio. You'll hear a microphone upgrade, software editing upgrade, and other improvements as we enter the next level of the podcast. And I'm so glad to have you with me. It's going to be an amazing season. And there's much planned. We made it this far, so why not keep going? Let's start with an update on what's coming in 2023. In Season 1, I set up the topics cults, mind control, and sexuality. But there is one small change. I'll be focused on the word coercion now and ditching the term mind control. The fact is, coercion is the word legally used to describe the act of manipulation that can be sexual or financial in abuse. People seem to think tinfoil hat when you say mind control, so that'll be an update and you can make a note of that. I introduced in the last season some of my perspective on the cult I survived called Morningland. I learned so much in my first year. Not only in studio production, as podcasting is ever-changing and improving, but just easing into having these conversations. I don't know if I did ease in, though. (laughs) I kind of jumped in. But I did begin telling you my cult timeline for the first time ever in 2022. And my family separation story from the cult. In 21, I had written my memoir, but it's not fully shopped to publishers yet. So I'm still in that process, but I want to talk about that a minute. When I read my own words about my experience, when it was solid and typed in front of me, firsthand written and then typed, when it was real, not vague memories or imaginations, there was no turning back. If you're a cult kid and you're thinking about telling your story, first, tell yourself your story. Start with your timeline. But if you're a survivor of any kind and you're thinking of writing just for you at first, or even only for you, never to be published, if you're considering writing your story, writing your trauma, be prepared for that to change you. In my first podcast episode, I said to you listeners, I need you with me on this journey. And I really do. I want to share what this whole experience is like. It's not easy by any means. Let's get that out of the way. You see, many Morninglanders took a vow of silence. And in doing so, we betrayed and silenced ourselves while helping protect the monster leader who hurt people. Breaking that vow of silence now, finally, has meant learning words to describe my experience to laymen. While not wanting to use all the jargon of psychology, there are other perspectives besides Western medicine. Breaking silence also has meant reaching others and inspiring them to speak out within the Morningland X group and beyond. Many people have been affected by New Age religious cults. 
And in their 60s and 70s in the United States, it seems the leaders were competing for who could control the largest, most loyal body of people. Hell, the leader of our church would boldly proclaim that hers was the cult of cults, alongside of Heaven's Gate or Jonestown, pre-death. <laughs> Yikes. We had the special medallions, wore all white most of the time, wore long straight hair with ornate tiaras over the forehead, the third eye chakra. Yeah, I wore the crazy cult uniform. And we had the spaceship above the 7th Street Long Beach Temple to beam thoughts into the leader who channeled those to us. This leads to my next point of wisdom gained in one year of the podcast. I didn't come to grips with my story, face suicide, survive psychological menticide by a corrupt and emotionally depraved group of sexual predators to get the nerve to speak up and realize I'm competing for attention with psychologists and researchers who never, not once helped me before, during, or after my escape from the cult. I was never rescued or helped by all the well-meaning cult rescue groups out there. So when I have a bit of a chip on my shoulder, it's because I know how solid my street cred is. I'm a graduate of cult U. Yep, I went to the cult university. I can stand up to any authority on cults with utter confidence because it is me and those like me. They are studying and getting paid to counsel. I'm the subject of their life's work. We, cult kids, are the ones with the cautionary knowledge to prevent further generational destruction. And we have to take heart in hand to speak publicly. And it's a very tough choice. So to all my naysayers, I would like to say this. I'm a graduate of cult U. I was taken at age 8 and left fully by age 22. I was dropped out of school, brought into the inner circle, used as a sexual plaything, and watched rich and poor people be enchanted, mystified, and destroyed by a very sophisticated psychological leader called Sri Donato, a.k.a. Patricia Diable, a.k.a. Patricia Sperato, after she married the crazy cult leader Dan Sperato, a.k.a. Donato. I speak here from experience, the experience of growing up in a totalist society, the actual being behind walls of words that seemed, at the time, insurmountable, absolute. But when doubts are allowed in, the wall crumbles into nothingness, and you just get to leave. But this experience is like having been to war or having survived death, which in fact I have at least twice in my life that I know of. I'm a graduate of Colt University. I have all the papers and receipts to show my knowledge. I have the diploma. This is from where I speak, and this is from where other survivors speak. The well is deep. This is why I'm here, because you, society, you still don't get cult kids. Those who were born in or were brought preteen to a cult or high-demand group have very few public voices or allies. That's real clear. Actor Joaquin Phoenix, who played in the cult story film The Master, loosely based on Scientology, actually grew up in the Children of God forced polygamy sex cult. And he's not exactly out here giving interviews on the topic now, is he? But I now see why he was so great in the film. 
drawing from his own experience. Most adult children of cults would like to leave that in the past. More on that. Society hasn't even hardly started tapping in to the knowledge of cult kids. The work I have ahead of me to be a voice of those who grew up in religious cults and may have experienced CSA is a grand task. I can only speak for myself, but I can represent my demographic, adult children of cult members. We bring things to the table. In 2022, I met an adult who I interviewed online, Sarah Tasneem, a child bride. And similarly, I met Dr. Tamara MC. Daniela, who was a survivor of the children of God, I met and interviewed. And Sarah Crawford, her parents were in Synanon for a decade and got out before she was born. I also spoke with Andrew Pledger of Speaking Up Podcast. He's born into Independent Fundamental Baptist Church, the IFB. Meeting these people online are some of the true connections for me, for they really understand my plight and the plight of my family. I recently met other cult kids who were adults doing podcasting. I did a guest spot on a podcast panel. Heads up, there's several podcast recommendations coming. <laughs> Get your notepad. This experience was really amazing. I was contacted by Cult Hackers, who is run by Dad and Daughter Team. Dad, Stephen, was born and got out of the Jehovah's Witness. Daughter, Celine, was spared of that life. An ex-Baptist pastor who does deconstruction talks on his podcast and a survivor of the Moonies, then myself from New Age Religion. I'd really like to recommend you listen to that one. The episode is all places you get podcasts and link is in the show notes. It's Cult Hackers, episode January 21. This is my first time ever speaking with three other people who were kids in their religious cult. Amazing experience. What an invite. The interchanges were around what type of things we discuss on our podcasts because they're all podcasters too. So great. The discussion was fierce and heated. The significance of having four adult children of cults and one spared of that life was quite an experience. And he said he'll do more panels. So look for more of those. Two of the guests have their own show. If you want to know about the Moonies Unification Church, see Falling Out podcast with Elgin Strait. If you're interested in the fundamental Baptist reform from an ex-preacher, Listen to the Mind Shift podcast with Dr. Clint Haycock, H-E-A-C-O-C-K. Again, our panel was on January 21st, 2023, titled Meet the Podcasters on Cult Hackers. During the break, I had many other interviews that will be forthcoming. Stay tuned to FrankieFilesPodcast.com for that. See, the whole point for me is that I know my position and point of view are extremely unique. I've been hearing it all my life, and I'm not young. <laughs> That's because I was raised in an extremist cult and deprogrammed myself, critically thinking before leaving with a dollar in my pocket. I know what a joke society can be, how the framework can unravel if it's run by totalist thinking. 
we have to stay astute. During 2022, I learned my views do not fit in well at all. With the cult exit counselors, psychologists, adults who went to cults then left, and other cult industry gatekeepers. Well, if you've experienced sexual ritual abuse, you tend not to mince words and sweat the small stuff. I noticed a huge group of adults who went as adults to cults get on great with those in the biz. Yeah, you were all raised in the same world. We literally were not. I'm here to say that. They mostly have similar agendas. Put word labels on what cults do. Dissect how the individual was affected. My biggest argument, join large groups who believe psychology is the answer to cults. Their friends, their agendas, and wait a minute, look down, way down there at the bottom of the heaving pile of tragedy tourism and profit turning. Way down there is a silent adult cult kid who's wondering if today is the day they should take their own life. Because you see, while the statute of limitations on sexual assault or sex slavery runs out, the associated pain never does. The message I have and I bring is the same this year. And I hope it only gets louder and more amplified. Society has not solved or even acknowledged the cult kid. The adult child of a cult parent. The kid raised as a cog in a wheel who grows up with social and historical holes in their conditioning. That is whose voices I wish to amplify. We don't fit into the counseling and conference landscape. We should. Joining another cult is what it looks like at this point to me. Another belief system that clearly has not worked to stop destructive cults effectively. But hey, I'm a realist, able to choke the truth down with a splash of water. (coughs) It's been a bit of a disappointment. The podcasters, the journalists, the activists, the lawyers, the academics are missing one thing. The cult kid. You adult survivors who choose to go to the cult really forget sometimes. We, us kids, we didn't want to be there. We were conditioned into it. We were taken by our parents. I tried to leave three times, but like a battered wife, I went back. Because in leaving, I literally would run out of money immediately before finding any family or someone to help me. I had no resources in that world. Cults play for keeps. They also stalk ex-members. Look into the term fair game related to Scientology. Maintaining a good image means maintaining the silence of dissenting voices. They do this very actively, cults. Any group that slanders an individual publicly is using undue pressure of the group to stay alive. The pressure I've begun experiencing since I dared open my mouth and said to my mother, I was a teenage sex slave in 2014 has made has been unmeasurable the pressure and life interruptions have mostly been delivered by proxy strangers i don't know but the pressure to be silent is undeniable i did stay silent many years and now i'm not Thank you, 
This year during 2022, I got in touch with multiple ex-Morningland members. That is one step the podcast has accomplished. Soon there will be interviews of those people and new facts to expose about this church who destroyed mine and many other families. Soon, in opposition of their 50th anniversary through 2023, we will shed more of a light on who they are. Many have written to me that I'm helping thousands, that they remember my sister and our voices singing in the Sunday services. Thank you. They told me they had no idea of the abuse. I know. I understand. Coming up, many interviews I have in store for you this year. A Jehovah's Witness survivor, a new age sex cult story, and there'll be more researched essays about hypnotism, how music is used in the church and groups as indoctrination, and so much more. I recently wrapped up an interesting project on Reddit. During October of 2022, Reddit allowed certain applicants to do live audio talks from their profile. A month later, they cut it from the profile. So I still had interest in the talks, and I started a group to enable us to do talks. The talks were well attended, and you can hear them as extra bonus episodes at Frankie Files Podcast, wherever you get your podcast. October, November, and December episodes are available upon the replay now. I believe Reddit lost some funding and has stopped trying to compete with Twitter Spaces. While less attended, I found the application of Twitter Spaces much more stable and better sound recording quality. If we do any more of these live Q&As, look for those to be on Twitter Spaces. Reddit allowed us to use them on podcasts, but we are moving on. The show has a Reddit subgroup called Frankie Files Podcast. Feel free to join that for announcements and posts about each episode. Check out the Substack, where I do another podcast and articles. That's at frankietees.substack.com. The oddest thing, I think, in 2022 that I wanted to mention is having people think I agree with them in a cookie-cutter set of beliefs as a cult survivor. Hmm. You mean like a cult? People who I do not know have only met online actually speaking for me. If you ever see someone saying, Frankie said this or Frankie said that, it's probably not true. I speak for myself and I have no authorized representatives out there. This is a problem. There was harassment also where someone put a fake Tumblr of me with my name and photo a couple years back. There's been fake videos and much cyber stalking. I've experienced a lot of that type of thing since I started speaking in 2014, but really hyperdrive since 2022. Attempting to get involved with me, I believe it's called stalking. <laughs> it reminds me of an interview I had set up with a lawyer which I never got to publish. Long story. He told me everyone has an agenda related to cults and it's playing out in discussion forums. He said sometimes journalists, law enforcement, activists, survivors have different interests, conflicting. And it's what he called a three-ring circus online. Then nobody wins. I couldn't agree more.
you want to know why cults are flourishing? Because the cult kids are not driving this boat. Cult kids, it's high time we stop letting society speak up for us. It's impossible. They can't. With the amount of fear and apocalypticism flying around right now in the world, we need more than ever cult kids to speak up. Find your voice. Tell them that those manipulations, life robberies, and ruthless groupthink tactic must be understood to be stopped. Don't be drowned out by corrupt nonprofits raising money for victims who never see a dime. Adult children of cults don't give up that you will be listened to, I say. Your survivor's story is the key of wisdom you hold. The help of one cult kid voice being heard has a ripple effect. Correct people who think all cult experiences are the same. Uh, no. The child gets the brunt of it. Let him know. Our nugget, our superpower, our insight is into group behavior. What is that feeling in your gut that says no? That's really strong for a lot of us after escaping. We honed it. We now use it to survive. Trust your gut. The post-cult adult kid can see so clearly where others cannot, the human condition. In the new George Carlin documentary, it was revealed he didn't like groups, but did like individual humans. (laughs) I understand completely. Group hive thinking is dangerous. No one knows that more than us cult kids whose parents were tricked in. Empower yourselves, adult children of cults. Your survivor wisdom, as Robert J. Lifton calls it, is needed now. Cults, coercion, and sexuality in society. These are the topics for the Frankie Files. I'm Frankie Tease, your host, and I'll continue to focus on my own family story as well as news and recovery info for those who've survived, especially the adult children of cults. New each Tuesday. See FrankieFilesPodcast.com for more. If you're feeling down and no one's there to actually talk to, there is someone to talk to. Call the suicide prevention hotline anytime. This will pass. Please know that many of us have survived these thoughts. Call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 800-273-8255 anytime, day or night. There's a friendly person there that can remind you to value the life you have and that this too shall pass. Again, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is 800-273-8255 or search online National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. You're listening to The Frankie Files. FrankieFilesPodcast.com